And it's true what they say, like, once you stretch yourself, you can't go back. Once you stretch your mind, you can't go back. And when you start to stretch yourself, and it takes work, you know, it takes work, it takes a lot of accountability, um, honesty with yourself, um, and about like where, you know, maybe your weaknesses are or whatever, but you discover so much more about yourself. And once you stretch yourself, you're like, well, how much further can I go? What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 111 of the Creating Wealth podcast. Today, we have the great pleasure of chatting with Valerie Jean. Valerie is a credit consultant and entrepreneur out of Providence, Rhode Island. Valerie, what is going on? How are you? <laughs> hey, Kyle. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm super excited to be here. It's an honor. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I was super excited. Um, guys, Valerie and I met through a mutual friend. Shout out to Mr. Matt Beers. Love you, buddy. Yes. I love Matt. <laughs> He's awesome. Love that. Love that guy. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I'm excited to, you know, kind of dig into your story today and, um, you know, kind of like. I guess how you began and, you know, kind of discovered like the entrepreneurial type of route all yeah. the way to kind of where you're at now. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, we can kind of, uh, you know, jump right in and, and the floor is yours. All right. Well, awesome. Awesome. Um, so I have a background in education and I was working at a hospital uh, for 21 years and I did go to school for education because my passion is educating people, helping people, but I never really knew like what path to go on. Right. Because education is so, it's so broad. Right. And, and I, and I thought kids, I love kids, you know, and then I knew like while I was working at the hospital, I knew that I needed to do more. I felt like I wasn't really in my purpose at the hospital. And then I came across an opportunity across an opportunity as a financial advisor with credit um, that I could do on the side, you know, um, and I felt like, you know, this is perfect for me because I'm working full time. I have two kids. This is something great. Like I love credit. I love finances. I love teaching people about money. So this is like right up my alley. Mm -hmm. So I did get into this, into this, it was network marketing at the time. And this was my first kind of taste of entrepreneurship, right? So I was able to help people with their credit and their finances and learn all about that, but also like kind of dip into all of these amazing talents that I didn't even think I had at the time, right? So, you know, training people and accountability calls and leadership and, you know, really now I'm able to help people and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with all of it. And this is where, you know, your mindset, I really was able to tap in, you know, to, working on your mindset. And really, I, I kind of always knew that, but how your mindset is like the beginning, it could, it could make you or break you in anything, right? So really getting that growth mindset in there and doing a personal development every day. And I just love the whole thing about it. I did feel like I was in purpose. And then it's crazy because I actually lost my nine to five about a year and a half ago because of the pandemic. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this I'm going to do this full time. Right. It was it's not it wasn't like 
great timing but i was like no this is like i'm spiritual so i'm like there's a reason for everything yep. and then i decided last may to go off on my own and you know actually have my own business as a credit specialist and kind of step away from network marketing because in my mind i felt like instead of you know being a leader and stuff like that i wanted to really focus more on just serving people yeah. I wanted to have more control over, you know, helping the people and, you know, having more one-on-one -on -one with them. And, and I felt like there was limitations that I had being a part of a company still that I couldn't do, but now I can, you know, um, to help people having my own business. So that's where I stepped into I feel like everything was like, kind of like a stepping stone for me. Yeah. And so it's been great, you know, having my own business and helping people and really just either building credit or repairing credit, like where are they on their journey? Are they trying to purchase a home? Are they trying to, you know, maybe get their credit up because they want to start a business, whatever the case may be. Um, it's been very fulfilling to me, you know, thus far, but that's how I kind of like got into this entrepreneur space. And then I'm kind of also, um, you know, I can discuss it later, but I'm also going into other avenues as well. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, especially how, you know, going from kind of like the nine to five world and discovering, you know, that there's something else that like really kind of like perked your interest in a different area um, mm -hmm. and kind of like catching the bug, I, I guess, if you will. You know what I mean? And it, exactly like you said, like, you know, there is, um, you know, kind of in the, the smaller picture, like more in the moment, there's like the actual like, oh, like, you know, like this like credit business, like this is like really cool. But there's also the other part of that, like you mentioned of, wow, like there's this whole other world that I just discovered from discovering like the credit niche version of that, you know, and it's yeah. like, oh, like what else is there? Like, you know, and and that I 100% agree with you, you know, it's, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. Like when you start to discover exactly like, especially the things about yourself that you never really knew were there, you know, until like you actually kind of like stumbled across it or like, I don't know, you know, like once you like kind of find it, like you keep finding more and yes. it's like, that's something that I, I definitely love about, um, you know, kind of the entrepreneurial, uh, type of space in general is like, just kind of like that self-discovery in whatever type of business that you're in. And like, there's always more that you can do, you know what I mean? And like, what's, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like the next step, like, is it, um, you know, like, uh, like hosting like meetups or like, you know, like there's just, there's always something else, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. just, it's a lot of fun, you know, to kind yeah. of, um, right. you know, kind of see how far like you want to go, you know, and, yeah. and just run with it and see what happens. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you're limitless, you know? Mm -hmm. And so once you start to stretch yourself that, you know, and it's true what they say, like, once you stretch yourself, you can't go back. Once you stretch your mind, you can't go back. And when you start to stretch yourself, and it takes work, you know, it takes work. It takes a lot of accountability, um, honesty with yourself um, and about like where, you know, maybe your weaknesses are or whatever, but you discover so much more about yourself. And once you stretch yourself, you're like, well, how much further can I go? And I almost feel like, and there's nothing, nothing wrong with a nine to five if anyone's listening to this, but I, me, I felt because I wasn't like living in my purpose in my nine to five, I felt boxed in, you know, I felt like I could only do so much, you know, I felt like it was very monotonous monotonous for me you know what I mean like Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday like two little and it was just very like um 
I just wasn't thinking. I was just kind of going with the flow and doing yeah. the same thing every day. And now I'm like, I really feel like, oh, I can help so many people. I can do this. I can do that. I'm actually enjoying it. I'm like, wow, you can actually enjoy making a living. Like, like people, some people <laughs> have, you know, I yeah. actually kind of got here. So I appreciate all of the obstacles I, I took to get. There was many, you know, and there'll be more. Um, but I appreciate them all because it does, adversity does build you. And there's been a lot of adversity, right? So, um, but, you know, I, I now that I'm, you know, helping people and I, and especially in the credit world, because, you know, I, as soon as I got into the credit world, that's where I learned like a lot of people were um, not trusting like credit repair people and stuff like that, because there are a lot of scams out there. Right. So I honestly, I felt like, well, I'm like a genuine person and I'm honest. So this is good because I can truly help people and be like that honest person. You know, sometimes a lot of times I will do, I always do free consultations, but a lot of times people don't need repair for me. So they just need advice on how to build their credit and I'll stay on the phone with them and I'll tell them do this, this, and this, and this, and I'm not getting a dime from it, but I know I just help somebody. Right. So I just feel like always just kind of spreading your knowledge and letting people know, like, wait a minute, like you, a lot of people don't know about credit, but yet credit is our adult report card and it can keep you from a lot of money. Like you could even higher interest rates, you're spending thousands of dollars. Um, it's almost like it's a cycle, like a vicious cycle, unless you can get out of it. And I kind of look at it as it's a game and we're here to win it. Like how can I have people win it so that they can get lower interest rates? They can get approved. They don't need co-signers. They can get into homes. They can start their businesses, whatever. And they can be educated on what's the right thing to do. And it kind of like all of this kind of pushed me to, you know what, like, I'm really into mindset, I'm really into spirituality, visualization, all of that stuff. So now I'm also starting a YouTube channel. Um, that's coming out this week. And my videos are going to be about credit. Some are going to be about mindset, like money, all kinds of things. Anything that I can do to help people evolve. And, you know, you take what you need, leave what you don't. But I'm trying to reach as many people as possible and trying to be just a positive voice in a way where just people feel like they want to, you know, not stay stuck and kind of grow in whatever area they need to grow in in their life. Of course. No, I, yeah. I absolutely love that. You know what I mean? And it's it's a lot of fun. We definitely share that, um, you know, kind of like uh, like teacher, like, you know, desire to kind of be like a, a positive, um, I guess, kind of like, you know, person that that people can gravitate to 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 get mm -hmm. help, you know, in, in whatever way that looks like. And it's like the amount of like gratification that comes from that. Exactly. Like you said, you know, like even if it's like, you know, just hopping on the phone with somebody and like just like oh you know like this is what i got going on like oh well you know well, what if you tried like maybe this this and this and like you know let me know how it goes and like you might like totally rock their world and like like fix like a ton you know and like really have like a crazy impact right. and like like you don't think twice about it you know because like you know you might do it every day or whatever and it's like right. oh yeah like wow <laughs> yeah yes yeah i i just learned um i've had mentor some mentors along the way and i've just learned just add value you know yeah. like just add value to people. That's all you got to do. Like just yeah. va add value and everything will fall into place. So that's what I try to keep my mind on that. Like, how can I add value? 
Um, how can I be of service? And whatever I know, I'm just going to share, you know, so I actually, um, one thing that I've noticed in the credit world is that, and this is what I get all the time. Um, there's, I don't understand. Like I look at one app and my score says this. I look at another app, my score says that. I don't know what my right credit score is. And there are actually 16 different versions of a, of a score, right? So <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, so it, that's why like people are not going crazy. Like there could be like, you know, there's TransUnion, Equifax and um, Experian. They all have different, their own scores. And then there's FICO 8, FICO 9, there's Vantage, but there's also a mortgage score right which is fico two four and five so you you know 90 percent of the lenders are, are choosing fico eight and nine so when you look at experion that's actually way more accurate than like credit karma or whatever but if you're going for a home it's a little different right the, the mortgage score is a little different so i've noticed you know i mean buying a home is probably one of the most serious things that you're going to do most expensive things that you're going to do um in your life it's a big deal and so the last thing that you want to happen is that you find your dream home and you it, it's in your price range i mean it's in the area you want whatever you go through all these hurdles to get the home and then you get like denied because of your credit like that's probably the most frustrating thing but it happens to so many people um it happens to people they'll get pre-approved even and then four months later maybe they some, they did something with their credit that they thought were they was helping it but they actually weren't and now they're denied that happens a lot too like denied last minute that's like oh my gosh so frustrating yeah. so <laughs> i just came out with um a mortgage score book ebook and it is not like hundreds of pages to bore people but it's very detailed and anything that you can possibly imagine about a mortgage score is in there. So if like you're trying to purchase a home, you just, it's, I think it's like 20 something, 20 to 30 pages. If you can flip through here, it'll tell you everything, what to do, what not to do, you know, so many months before, you know, you're going to purchase or try to get approved, you know, do this or don't do this. Or if you're looking for a few points, here's some tricks. It literally says everything. And I think that everybody it's so like only a few dollars. I think that everybody should read this. Anybody who's trying to purchase a home in the future should read this so that they won't fall into that like credit trap. They'll know like, okay, well credit, you know, maybe it's the price of the home or maybe it's something aesthetics of the home that I might not want, but it won't be credit. That's going to stop. Yeah. Me. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's my way of like, trying to reach a lot of people because a lot of people will come to me because they're trying to purchase a home and they'll have all these questions. Well, I thought I was supposed to do this. And it's like, well, that scoring model actually supports that, but this scoring model doesn't, you know? So if you do that with this scoring model, you might like suffer a little bit. So, um, Anyway, like that, I'm just trying to like think of all different ways that I can kind of reach everybody. And I yeah. know that home ownership is something that a lot of people are looking to build their credit for, for home ownership, but they don't realize there's a whole separate score for that. You're definitely right. And it's, it's yeah. really crazy. Like you're, you're blowing my mind already right now. Like seriously, yeah. like the, <laughs> like the most extent that like, I know about credit is like, oh, you like the three bureaus or whatever. And like, um like the utilization like like ratio yeah. like the 30 percent thing but other yeah. than that like that's completely it you know mm -hmm. and like that's like that's crazy and like yeah. like what are kind of your thoughts about 
I guess, like a lot of like this type of like really cru- crucial information, like you said, you know, like your credit scores, like your adult report card, like what are kind of your thoughts around, I guess, like the information being like, like readily available, you know, like, I, I feel like there's like so much that most people don't know. And like, yes. it's something that's pretty important for us, <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> and this is where I feel like it could be so frustrating because let's yeah. face it, I'm going to be honest, like the way that they set things up, a lot of stuff doesn't even make sense. So I feel like it's, I'm like, are you trying to confuse us, you know? And then some of the information that's out is actually misleading. And I'm going to give you an example, right? So a lot of people are told that if you want to, first of all, utilization is like 165 points of your credit score. You have access to 550 points and 165 of that is your utilization. So obviously, if we want to maximize on those points, we want to make sure we understand utilization, right? And when you look at credit monitoring apps, or even on um, the bureau sites, or information online, you will hear a lot of these people giving information. Oh, if you keep your utilization at 30%, you're perfect. Like you're, you're doing great. Like you're going to get the most points. That's false. Okay. So keeping your score at uh, your utilization at 30% is actually just kind of going to keep your score stagnant. And on a mortgage score, 45% is considered risky. So obviously 30% is not the, you're not going to get the most points. So why do they mislead people like that? I mean, my whole thought is, um, this is my, my opinion, by the way, is that (laughs) they actually make a lot of money off of interest on you for balances that you carry over on credit cards. Yeah. So there's, they're, they're making money. I mean, let's face it, right? If you have 30% carrying over every month, that amount is, that's where you pay your interest. And so it actually, what you should do is 10% or below. Okay. So you will get the most points from utilization when you're, when it's 10% or below. So if it's a thousand dollar credit limit, you want to have by your statement date, $100 or less. Okay, so a lot of people will say, okay, so that means I have a $1,000 limit, and I can only use 100. No. So this is what anybody who's listening, like this is your homework. When you are done listening to this, go to all your credit cards and find out the statement date and the due date. Okay, you can find that out by your paper, the paper statement calling them or online. And then let's just say that your statement date is the first and your due date is the 28th. Okay. So statement date, this is the one day and the only day a month that they take a snapshot of your, um, of your profile on your, like, let's say it's your capital one card and they hand it over to the credit bureaus. That's the only day that they record what's happening on your profile and hand it over to the credit bureaus. So if your balance is under a hundred, if you have a limit of a thousand dollars and it's a hundred dollars or less, that utilization is going over. Okay. So if let's say you have one of those amazing credit cards that has all those reward points and you use your credit card, which you should, you know, um, you know, throughout the month. And let's say you used a thousand. If you get that balance to a hundred dollars or less by the statement date, credit bureaus have no idea that you 
utilized 100% of it, right? Wow. So you just got all those reward points, which is great. Now you're you're um, being recorded at 10%. So you're maximizing the points there. And then the due date, the only purpose of the due date is for them to see whatever remaining balance you have, what they're going to charge you for interest. And if you were late, if you didn't pay. So my, like the best case scenario, and I know not everybody can do this, so don't feel bad if you can't, um, <laughs> but the best case scenario is, okay, use those cards, get those reward rewards points, pay it to 10% by the statement date. And then on the due date, make that remainder payment. So now you have no balance going into the next month. So you're getting charged no interest and you just made two payments in one month, one billing cycle. So you actually get extra points for making two payments in one billing cycle. Wow. That's the best <laughs> scenario. So, That's crazy. Yep. So now you have no late payments because also late payments are like really damaging to your credit report. Each late payment can drop your score anywhere from 50 to 100 points. Wow. So by you having no late payments, utilizing your card, because you need to utilize your card to get these points and having less than 10%, that's 65% of your credit score right there, right? So you just maximize on all those points just by doing that gameplay. Now, now a lot of people at this time of the year are look, listening to this and they're like getting anxiety because they're like, oh my gosh, my utilization is like from Christmas. I'm trying to work it down, whatever. Everybody has situations. Now I will give you another gameplay um, so that you don't feel overwhelmed. There is something called thresholds, right? So if you are at hundred percent utilization or 80, whatever, if you're way, way, way up there, there are thresholds. So if you're at 100% and 10% seems like, um, you know, something you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. If you hit certain thresholds, they release a bunch of points to you, right? Oh. So um, the thresh for a FICO eight or nine, the thresholds are 88%, um, 68, 48, 28, 10, and then below. So if you're at 100, let's just talk about 88% right? Can you get that balance to 88%? Because when you hit that threshold, the next billing cycle, not the next day, you will have points released to you, right? And wow. so you're like, okay, all right, I hit 88%. Maybe I could hit 68% this month, pay it to 68. So if you hit these thresholds, you are benefiting, you are benefiting. So um, just keep that in mind so that you don't get overwhelmed thinking 100 to 10, just hit those thresholds. And before you know it, you'll be at 10. And you were benefiting the whole way down. Right? If wow. that makes sense. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> All right. So this is the kind of stuff like you don't get, you know, like they won't tell you these things readily. Yep. Um, but it's helpful. It's helpful. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Like that, that can be like life changing. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you've seen it, you know, time and time again. And yeah. you know, you're busy, I mean, like, wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's super <laughs> interesting. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the thresholds are good, you know, so no need to fear if you're up there, you're, you, you've got a game plan now, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's super cool, Valerie. So yeah. When it comes to like, what are kind of your thoughts around, you know, some of those kind of credit cards that have, um, you know, like 0% interest for like, like 12 months and mm -hmm. as like a, a tool kind of thing. Like, is that something that kind of like, you mm -hmm. know? So 
I like those cards. You know, I've used those personally um, when I was getting furniture. When I knew that I could pay, I'm like, oh, I could definitely pay that off in 12 months. Um, I know Lowe's has something like that. It's like a six month situation where like it, it, you, it could be no interest for six months. So if you need to make a big purchase and you're like, well, I can't pay it off now, but I know in six to 12 months, I totally can get that paid off. Mm -hmm. I I'm all for it because you won't pay interest, right? So why not, right? And sometimes it's with applying. This is another reason why you need to have good credit, right? So that you can get approved for cards like that because, you know, not everybody has, you know, if your refrigerator breaks, not everybody has that money right now to go put on a, a whole new refrigerator to pay cash for, right? But if you have a no interest for six months or something like that, if you can get approved for that and you're like, oh, okay, if I divide, if it's like a thousand dollars and I divide it to six and now I know okay every month I'll pay this I can do that right if you know okay I can do that then go for it because you will save money and interest you know um a lot of people are afraid of credit cards and I understand because a lot of us you know we weren't taught about credit in in schools and we turned 18 and credit cards were thrown at us and you know having that freedom of like charging you know Sweet. and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and then you're like then you then month comes and you're like wow like i've done all that damage and so a lot of people have gotten into um a hard time with credit cards and i completely understand and i get it but if we change our relationship with credit cards so that they work for us instead of like work against us, they could be a godsend for you, you know? And so I just want to like really just tell people like, let's say you don't have any credit cards right now. For those people, my suggestion is to get a secured card before you go and get a retail card, get a secured card. It's like $200 and um, to put down, that's like your credit limit. And then I say, just use $20 of it a month, maybe put a Netflix bill on it or something like that. The purpose of that credit card yeah, you're not going to be able to charge a bunch of things or get reward points, but that's going to build your credit up. Do that for six months, use it every month, pay it on time, keep the utilization low, and then you'll be able to get a next level credit card, like a regular credit card, right? I say the goal is to get one of those credit cards. They're like mid-tier cards. And um, this is where you can get reward points. Because when you use your debit card or cash, you're, it's not helping your credit. You're not getting any money back, right? There are a lot of people who are using these reward cards, you know, and it's the money that they have. Like you need to think of like... They say your credit card should be a reflection of your banking account, not like a replacement, right? So it's you have to make sure you put that money aside, right? But it's like if you're using it for groceries or what you normally would use for gas or whatever it is that you use, put it on your credit card, get reward points. People are getting flights for free, getting money for free. Like I, I've started to use credit cards like that, like as I started to get into the financial world and it's benefited me, like I've actually made money off of using my credit cards. Pay it, like I said, the statement date and the due date. But the, the whole goal is to get to those reward cards because they will you will make money off of them. Right. And why I say don't make a retail card your first card, if possible, is because 15 percent of your credit score is length is history. OK, so like credit's like fine wine. It gets better as it gets older. So you want to keep accounts open and active 
as long as possible, <clears throat> excuse me, because they're going to, as they get older, it's going to help your credit, right? So let's say you go and get a, a credit card at children's place, okay? Because your kid's a little, that's great, right? But now your kids get older and you're like, crap, that's my oldest credit card. You know, that's what my history is based on. And I don't really have anything to buy it at children's place. And let's say that card closes out because you don't use it. Um, and now you lost all that history and it's going to affect your credit score. So if you do a secured card, you'll always be able to use a MasterCard or a Visa card anywhere, right? Even if it's just $20, let's say you've built your score up to the 700s, you have great credit cards now, you could just keep that card open, have a Netflix bill on it, have it automatically pay, not even really think about it. And that credit card is serving its purpose for length of history, right? It's still helping your credit score. Um, so and basically like credit, but like Lowe's, for instance, I have a Lowe's card. That's a retail card, but I feel like that's beneficial to me. I'm always going to need Lowe's. I'm a yep. homeowner and they, I like that six month situation. I like how they give you six months, no interest. I can always use that if I need it. So to me, any of those credit cards are, are worth it. Yeah. hundred percent. Long answer to your <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I love it. Absolutely. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, yeah. it's really crazy too. the, um, cause to your point of like, uh, people using the cards to like be able to get like flights and like hotel rooms and like all this crazy stuff. Um, shout out to, uh, to Mr. John Liang. He, there's a, a buddy of mine who uh, came on the podcast, oh, well, a little over a year ago, I believe. And, um, he's someone who's like super, super knowledgeable, uh, with the cards and like, he's gone on like these really crazy flights like across the world and like all this crazy stuff, like just from like using the points and like, like just like really ludicrous stuff, you know? And a lot of, um, I'm pretty sure it's like chase that like he uses a lot and like, kind of like links them together or something. Yeah. I just opened my first chase card not too long ago. So yeah. I'm kind of, you know, trying to slowly learn the ways of like, Oh, how can I get a flight for free? Like, yes. you know, like how can I go on vacation for like 50 yes. bucks? Like, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so I, I suggest like once you start getting a few of these credit cards, see which ones, like, <clears throat> let's say this credit card over here gives you, three plus points on groceries right so you're like oof that's the car like keep a mental note or write down like this is when i go grocery shopping this is the card i'm going to use right um chase is good with reward points for sure i love my chase card um i have the sapphire card and that's really hey, good for yep. reward points <laughs> yeah that's really really good and i love seeing like you earned all these points and that's where when you can get to the point where like you understand credit cards and how to use them and how to make them work for you if you have a system in your your mind like okay i can only use this much you know a month because that's how much money i bring in so i know that i'm never going to pay interest and I'm, I'm going to get all these reward points and i'm going to help my credit at the same time if you can get yourself organized like that um put reminders on your phone when your statement date is due like whatever's going to alert you to make sure that you play this game correctly you you can travel for free it's like game over at that point this is how you can get credit to work for you on so many levels and i'm going to say because you're bringing up credit cards this is another thing that a lot of people get confused on as well. Everybody rushes for that charge card for Amex, right? 
<laughs> because let's face it, Amex, um, there's, you know, no credit limit and it's a charge card and they give tons of points, right? The gold card is, is a great card to have, right? And it will give you tons and tons of points. And if you're a traveler, you know, like that gold card is amazing, but I want to make everybody really, really clear on charge cards. They don't, they don't, um, they're not on the grid for utilization because there's no credit limit, right? So people gotcha. might be like, oh, that's great, right? However, they're not meant for you to have balances, okay? So when you get a charge card, in your mind, think paying it off in full every month, paying it off in full every month. If you are going to purchase a home and you're going to apply for a mortgage, let's say you have only $1 on that charge card, they're going to consider it maxed out because the mortgage score currently does not recognize a card with no, like it doesn't recognize that. So they see, oh, it's a dollar. They don't know utilization and they're going to consider it max out. Imagine a dollar is getting your utilization all messed up, right? So please make sure if you have a charge card, you just get in the habit. Like, yes, you can carry a balance that's not meant to be, um, but get in the habit of, charge cards are meant to pay, be paid off, right? Like no percentage, no utilization, pay those that baby off. But um, the gold card is like the best for traveling that uh, an Amex card. Just wow. so you know. Yeah. That's super yeah. cool though. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, I, I never really heard of the, um, like the Amex cards much. That's, that's yeah. extremely interesting. Like, I guess how you can kind of use you know, a lot of these kind of tools in your tool belt for like different mm -hmm. situations in your life and like mm -hmm. just how to like, I guess, play your cards kind of the right way, you know, and, yeah. and just use the the tools the best way that you can. Yeah. And you don't need a charge card. Like if you're like, you know what, I don't, I don't want to mess around with that. You don't you can still benefit from the reward points from other cards um, and get you know, free travel and stuff. You don't need the Amex, but I think some people like, they just love the idea of like a charge card having no um, credit limit, but you just have to make sure that you play that game. Correct. Cause it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little different, you know, it's a little different. And um, the last thing I would hate is for someone to get like messed up with their mortgage score because of the charge card. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Wow. And there's a big fee for that too, every year. So you got to keep that into, and to, you got to take that. There's a lot, tons of rewards for having the card, but there's also a fee every year. So you got to, as you move up to like higher tiers, you got to keep in mind that some of those cards will have a yearly fee. So you just want to keep that in mind. Gotcha. Mm. Super valuable stuff, Valerie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm glad to give it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. one question I do have for you that I like to ask all of my guests is mm -hmm. what does wealth mean to you? Wealth to me is, I feel like if this is something that's different for everybody and wealth isn't only money, right? It's not only money. Um, some people may think of wealth like, oh, okay, this means in order for wealth, it means uh, a zillionaire, a millionaire, right? Um, but I think wealth is different for everybody. But for me, wealth is financially but also freedom wise and also um, health wise and family wise, there's many dimensions to wealth to me, right? Um, financially, it is wealth to me um, is to be able to be in overflow, right? It's, it's for me, it's to be able to be able to pay my bills easily, 
Um, it's for me to be able to have money aside. It's for me to be able to help my kids and to help my family and to help other people, right? Like to bless other people with my wealth, to be able to be in a position where I'm in overflow, where I can do all these things and help all these people. Um, wealth for me is also freedom, like time freedom to be able to have time because having all that money, but having no time really isn't it right life yeah. is about experiences with the people that you love so having time to be with my family wealth is not for me like for me it's not like fancy cars and this and this it's not material it's being able to live comfortably but to be able to travel to be with my my family to be with my kids to be able to spend time with them and then health is wealth to me, right? Because if yes. we're not healthy, right, if we don't have our health, what do we have, right? So um, ha being waking up every day, being healthy, being here is also wealth. Like, I feel like I'm sitting in wealth right now. Like, I might not be in overflow right now and financially, but I'm wealthy now because I have my health, right? I have people in my life, you know, the people that you surround yourself as wealth. And then also your mindset as wealth. If you have a mindset that you work on every day, that's limitless, that's wealth too. So to me, it's like all those aspects into one. I love that so much. And especially like, I, I definitely have a, a very similar, um, a similar viewpoint on that as well, you know, like, just kind of the, the balance of a lot of different areas of your life, you know, um, yeah. A couple of the the gentlemen that um that me and Matt are are around quite a bit, and uh, like a couple of the groups that we're in and in mass and stuff like that, um they define it as the five Fs. So there's friends and family, okay, uh, fitness, fun, um, finance should be the last one, and there's one more. Um, they're gonna kill me, <laughs> but yeah. there there is one more. I, I lost it uh, while we're live here, but it's okay. But anyways, okay. though, food. So the, uh, <laughs> that, I definitely, love food. <laughs> that definitely should be one. You're right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, the, the point being like, you know, ah, faith. That was the last one. Got it, guys. <laughs> oh, that is a good one. That um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and like not necessarily not to go down kind of another rabbit hole, but like not even necessarily in the lens of religion. But like because this is something that like I was trying to figure out what faith meant to me. Because, like, I've never really been kind of religious. I, I don't know. It hasn't really been my thing, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. But what I realized when I started to think more about it after having conversations with, you know, a lot of the people that follow these same type of models mm. is it's like, you know, faith in yourself. It's faith in humanity. And, like, like it can, like, spider off of that. Like, mm -hmm. what does, like, faith mean to you, you know? But any, I could keep going on about that. But, yes. yeah, no, to kind of circle back to your point, like, you know, just having the the well, the abundance in those well, like, in being well-rounded. Because yeah. exactly like you said, you know, like, if, if you're not, you know, working on your fitness and you're not healthy, like, what's all the money in the world? Like, it doesn't really matter, right? right. And, like, if you have all the money in the world, but, like, you don't have the people to share it with, what does it matter? Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's interesting how everything kind of like connects. just connects. Exactly. You yes. know? And it's, it's interesting and it's important. And I'm glad that you see it like the same way as me kind of in a way, because it's like, it really does all connect and it really is all important. Yes. And sometimes, and especially in today's society, we put too much emphasis on 
just like the materialistic part right and there's nothing and that's the thing like see i'm more of like a balanced person because it's crazy because my whole and i don't want to go down a rabbit hole (laughs) my whole life when i've talked about it wasn't until i i joined entrepreneurship and was around people like that where it was okay but like whenever i would talk about money with people it was almost like i was shamed for talking about it right it was almost like well you shouldn't be you know like and i'd just be like well like I'm not gonna so I'm so excited that I'm able to talk about money with people and not feel like there's something wrong with me because money is not an evil thing and that I mean you can go down that whole other thing <laughs> it could if you're a good person it give it allows you to be to 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 bless people it allows you to like I think everybody's deserving on of that and sometimes it's you know ways that we were brought up or whatever and that's a whole other thing but it's also not the only thing right like we also shouldn't be caught up like oh if we don't have this kind of car we don't have this like not everybody cares about that but some people do and that's cool but it's like there's for me it's like wealth really like emphasis needs needs to be put on like the people in your life. Like how are you living your life? Like how are you taking care of yourself? How are you taking care of the other people around you? Like it's just a well-rounded situation. And when you have a little bit of all of that, whew, like it's like wealth <laughs> overflow. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree with you, you know? And yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really interesting, especially because I feel like a lot of the kind of the stereotype around like entrepreneurship and and real estate and like building assets and all this crazy stuff is that like you just have to work and like not really give a crap about like much else and like all right like just like go hit the hit the pavement like go get them go get them go get them and like it's it's not like that i mean like maybe like for some people i definitely not definitely do not fall into that crowd and that's fine (laughs) but like it just it's interesting especially like to your point, like the more that you dig into it and like the more that you have conversations with, you know, those like-minded folks around you is like, there's just, there's so much more to it than the money. And like, it, right. it just, it's really interesting. Like just the way that it works, kind of like the the theory of like why we do the things that we do and mm-hmm. like why we're in like the businesses that we're in. Mm-hmm. And like, it just, it goes deeper than the money. It's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, like what is the money allowing you to actually be able to get like bigger picture? Yeah. You know, yeah. and like if you keep um, there was an exercise um, for finding your why I, I read it in uh, one of Dean Graziosi's book. It's it's probably been around for absolutely ever. I, I just happened to see it there. Yeah. But it was like to finding your why it was going like seven, seven levels deep, deep. starting with yes. uh, like, why did you get up today? You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I woke up to like go to work or go work on my business. Oh, well, like, why'd you go to work? I, you know, so I could get a paycheck to take care of my family. Like, why do you want to? And like, you just keep going down the levels over yes. and over and over again. Yes. And like, the more that you dig like into yourself, like, and just keep asking that why, 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 why? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like it just, it eventually, like, if you do it right, like, it teaches you a lot about yourself, you know? And it like, did. I feel like it, exactly, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's one of the the gentlemen uh, that I was talking about earlier. Shout out to Gordon Thornton. Um, one of the things that one of the investors uh, that was previously up here that you know runs the the group that Matt and I are in again, mm-hmm. or one of them. Um, There's one thing that he that really stuck out to me, and that's that at the very end of the day, like all of us just want to be loved, you know. And like if you think about like the different like 
Yes. Like why, like you're trying to buy all those properties, like why, like you're trying to make your credit look immaculate to be able to like, you know, do all this crazy stuff. Like, like why, you know, like just keep digging, digging, digging. And like, it's not just like, oh yeah, I'd want to have like half a mil in my bank account. Like congrats. You know what I mean? Like, but like, what does that bring you? Like, how does that serve you? You know? And like just continuing to get deeper and deeper and yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's cool and stuff. I... It's very true, and it 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 all does boil down to like we all just want to be loved, and like I love how you say that because the deeper you go, it's hard for people to even like sometimes get to that level. But the deeper yeah. you go, the higher you go, right yes. in your life and in your spirituality, yourself, you know, and um, getting to that core you know, is just like, wow, it's amazing. You know, it really makes you think of things and it, it helps you not be so surfaced. Yes. Um, and I think that's really, really important, especially in, you know, today's society for sure. Definitely. And it's kind of funny we're having this conversation too, because this morning I actually, I did something a little bit different on my way into work than what I would usually do. So I'd usually, you know, just be sipping my coffee, throwing a podcast, whatever, and just, you know, drive to work. Yeah. But this morning, I decided to just not listen to anything like my radio and everything was completely silent, like just sipping my coffee and, and driving and just like thinking about like, or I guess just kind of having like a, a period to reflect, you know, like it's just me, like it's it's kind of like quiet time kind of and like you know, I'm starting to wake up and kind of get the mind going and like it taught me a lot like. Um, and it was actually it was really nice like it's something that like i'm going to implement into my habits like like every day if possible you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and like what i was doing this morning was you know asking you know some of those kind of questions that allow you to to dig deeper in yourself and like deeper in your your business and like just allow you to like just think without any like external influence that like requires your immediate attention you know and like I asked, um, I asked a couple questions this morning that, that really made an impact. Mm-hmm. And those were, um, uh, oh, what was it? Like, what do I, or what's holding me back from achieving the vision that I have? And like, the more I thought about it, I'm like, there's not really much holding me back. And like, it just, it was this like epiphany almost like, you know, there's like, I, you know, need to be a lot more diligent about like looking for off market properties and stuff like that and continuing to network all that. But like bigger picture like there's not like it's there's i feel like it's dominantly more in my mind that's actually holding me back and the belief of being capable and worthy of being able to to do those things and have what i'm looking for and like it just i uh well the other question was um oh what was it i'm drawing a blank but anyway it was just like another question like that like just like a self-reflection like what's holding me back like where like what's the vision like where where are you at like what do you need to do today and like what's lacking to be able to to start to build the steps toward that vision and it's just it was really nice and like i i feel like we i i def i myself definitely do not do that enough you know i'm like just really like just zone out everything and just kind of like like yes. all right like what's going on here <laughs> you know <laughs> and now that you did that you're going to do it so much more often yep. some of the best conversations i have is with myself uh-huh. <laughs> and i just feel like I, there are moments where i will literally i'm like oh i've got to turn off the radio or i've got to i can't focus on this right now and i will it's usually like when i'm driving or and i'm in the shower like strange where uh-huh. i literally 
like get in tune with myself and like I will have those same conversations. And I feel like that's your inner power, your inner self. It's because you are digging deep. You are probably doing personal development and all that stuff. And you're getting in tune with yourself. And this is your way of growth, you know? And it's like, it's almost like when you have these urges, like you said, to kind of like shut everything off, no influences and just kind of be in your mind. And um, like that, that came up to you, like what is stopping you? Because you need to have these reflection. You need to have these moments, you know, we're always so go, 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 that we don't realize we need to stop and we need to reflect and we need to have those moments by ourselves to get into our mind, no distractions, no phone, no outside noise. And for me, because I'm, um, you know, I'm a mom and my kids get up, I, I like I like to do that first thing in the morning. Um, but like I said, I do it in the car. I do it when I'm in the shower sometimes and I just feel these urges. But I feel like also like starting the day off in my own mind I feel like having that moment to like either, you know, just kind of manifest, meditate and just think and just kind of focus on what I need to do, fill my mind up with some positive affirmations. But like when something like that comes up, like if I'm not getting the result that I want in something, okay, like let me sit down with myself and figure out like what, like you said, what's holding me back? What is it that I need to do? Or what is it that I need to stop doing? you need to have conversations with yourself. Like everybody needs to have conversations with themselves more because it helps keep you on track. Like, yes, you can, personal development is, is important. Um, talking to your friends is important. Talking to this one and that one is important, but you are the one essentially who's going to implement things in your life. You're the one who has to believe in yourself. You're the one who has to have the confidence. You're the one who has to see what the next step is. So you have to talk to yourself. Like you have exactly. to. Exactly. Like, important. So mm -hmm. I'm all about that. I love that you did that because, and you're going to do it so much more now. You're going to be like, oh, I'm totally. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow morning when I can do it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, just like, all right, like what's the next thing we can like dig on today, you know? And <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm super excited. Very, very, very impactful. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I agree. Everybody should do that. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. Valerie, thank you so, so much for coming on here. Like, oh, that was absolutely so amazing. <laughs> I, feel, I, I really, really feel honored to be in here. Um, wow. It was a great conversation. It was so much fun. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so, so much. We're on, um, like, social media and stuff. Can you be found? I'll put everything down below. Okay. Yeah. So um, my Instagram is vtridenti, V-T. R-I-D-E-N-T-I. -E and um, there's a link in my bio on my Instagram that has all of my links on there and how you can reach me. And um, if you want a consultation or whatever, my everything's there. Um, on Facebook, I'm Valerie Jean, J-E-A-N. Um, my um, YouTube will be Valerie Tridenti. So like my first and last name. And I'm this week, I'm going to start doing videos every single week. So definitely check that out. That's it. Those Beautiful. are the major, those are the major ways to reach me. Awesome. I'm super excited for that channel, Valerie. Guys, yeah. definitely go check that out. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. I really do. All right, guys. That concludes our Creating Wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully, you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. 
if you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.